Coming up, the week starting 14th of January 2019 will be the Get Focused Coaching Program. Now, this program is designed to get you focused in your sport. It will be a six-week live coaching program with me. I'll teach you how to concentrate, how to overcome your nerves, how to stay mentally tough, not giving up when you're losing, how to perform better in your tournaments, your competitions, how to train better so that it improves your performance when it counts and much, much more. Now, to register on the wait list, just go to my website, tiffany-mica.com. There will be register on wait list for Get Focused Coaching Program. Click on that, register your email address, and I'll let you know when the course is open and ready to sign up. Now on to today's episode. This is Tiff from the Tiffany Micah podcast and welcome to this week's Daily Tiff. Now, wow, what a week that we've had. We've had a a really exciting week, I'm sure, and here we are, first week of the Christmas month. So we're in December. We're working on finishing the year really strong, aren't we? We want to make sure that we uh, really... Uh, achieve what it is that we want to achieve and what we can get done for this year. So I've only got a few more weeks left. Make sure that you maintain your focus and wherever, whenever that finish date is for you to finish up for this year, make sure you work, work strong until that point and then just have time out and, and give yourself that, that, that mental rest and the physical rest and everything that you, that you require and also deserve because you've, you've given your best effort for, for 2018 and especially finish the year strong. So what we're going to be looking at uh, this week is some things that came up in the Daily Tiff episodes. Now, um, we talked about uh, procrastination and, you know, making the move and why making the move now and, and what I mean by that and the importance of rewarding yourself and also um, cause you know, like when you have a, uh, you know, it doesn't matter if it's big or small goals, you need to make sure that you're looking at, at rewarding yourself when th- things, um, you achieve and a really, really big one that came up this week, um, about solving those unresolved issues. So I talk about strategies on, on how you can deal with that. So listen up to the, uh, the, the, this week's daily tips from the reach potential with tiff podcast show. And I will catch up with you at the end of uh, after you've heard it all. See you soon. Uh, you may hear some birds and possibly a boat or, or something in the background um, where I'm recording this. I'm actually sitting down at a lovely place, little water hole just uh, down the road from my place. I just wanted to come and do something a little bit different and record somewhere a little bit different. So you may hear some birds and so on in the background. If you do, awesome. That's fantastic. You may hear some 
I can hear some uh, cicadas also in the background. They can get quite noisy around this time of the year, so you may be able to hear that as well. But today what I want to uh, talk about is really making making the decision to move. And what I mean by that is quite interesting. A friend of ours has made the decision to move. And what I mean by that is she's going, you know what, I just can't live the way I'm living anymore. I can't live this lifestyle that I'm living. It's just not working for me. You know, I'm I'm older. I don't want to be continuing to do what I'm doing and I want a better lifestyle, you know, and she's really been pondering it and thinking she's had a big change that's happened in her life. You know, she was um, living with her partner for for 15 years and, and, you know, unfortunately they've um, split up for, for, for certain reasons and so on. But, and she's been, you know, trying really hard to, to continue on and be strong and live the life that, that she's been living here in in Sydney and and she's made the decision that it's time to make the move you know and and she's weighed up all the pros and cons and really that takes courage doesn't it you know she she could continue on and and just do what she does and and just go through the motions and you know really you know just survive which is what she's doing right now or she can go, you know what, I'm done with this. The time is now. I've got nothing holding me here now. I can go and, and live somewhere where I love and I can have a better lifestyle where I'm at when I move there and enjoy my life and do what I want to do. And you've got to admire her for doing that, haven't you? Because she's gone, you know what? The time's now. I can't keep living this way anymore. I don't want to live this way anymore. I want what I want. I want to have the lifestyle that I want. I want to have the life that I want. I want to have the freedom that I want. And I just I just admire her because, you know, a lot of people aren't willing to take or make that decision, go, you know what, I'm done. They try and keep pushing they try to keep pushing through, oh, it's okay, I'll just hang in there. I'll just keep pushing. And, you know, at times you, it's not about listening to your head. It's about listening to your heart. You know deep in your soul what's right for you. And you may be doing things to, to you know, to suit other people. And, you know, I, I mean, she's been at a point in her life where she's been lost and she's been trying to figure out what she wanted to do next. But she's got to that point now in her life, like, you know what, let's go. It's time. And you know deep in your soul and your heart that it's time. Right? It's time to make that move. That's why I started the Reach Your Potential with Tiff. I've been wanting to do this for many, many years. It's been sitting in the back of my mind for many years. And at the time, I guess I probably wasn't ready. You know, I wasn't ready to share my message because I wasn't completely clear what the message that I was, that I wanted to give. And then when I went to um, Spain and Portugal this year on a golf tour with a group of ladies, 
And then I met my husband in London and we travelled around the south of England. Oh, so amazing. During the heat wave, it was the best weather. Everyone says about England and the weather. <laughs> when we went, perfect weather. It's like being home in Australia. It was amazing. We felt like we were at home. It was so beautiful. But when we, when we came back, and I knew at that point when I was over there, I said, you know, I'm done. The time is now. It's time to make that move. It's time to get started. And I had recorded my first podcast, actually, my first episode on the the Tiffany, because I've got two um, podcast shows. So I've got the Tiffany Michael podcast and this one, the Reach Your Potential with Tiff. And the time's now. So I recorded an episode when I was over there in Portugal. And unfortunately, I just didn't get the, the chance to record another one while I was over there. I had these big visions I was going to do this, that, and the other. But I got swept up in the moment of where I was. And then when Ian came and met me um, in in London and we, we, we traveled, it was just so amazing, right? I was enjoying the experience. But it's t- the time, I knew the time was right. And the time was now to make the move. And you know what? Did I have everything in place? Nope. But I went, you know what, I'm going to get started because the time the time has started, the time is now and it was deep in my soul, it was deep in my heart, right, deep in my veins, deep in my DNA, the time is now. And why I started the Reach of Potential with TIFF was because I, wanted, I want to inspire girls, teenage girls and women to believe in themselves and go after their dreams. And the reason that I want that to happen is because, two reasons actually, one, is because of my nieces, Evie and, and Lillian. So Evie's Evelyn. Evie's now 11, right? She's a lot more aware of the world. Lillian's still little, so she's only six. So she's, you know, she's she's at that six-year-old stage, which you can relate to. But I want to make sure that they grow up to believe in themselves. And the reason for that is because I didn't believe in me when I was growing up. I didn't believe I was good enough. I didn't believe I was worthy. I didn't believe that I could really achieve what it is that I wanted to achieve when I was growing up. And I don't want them to end up like that. I don't want them to end up at 35 going, oh my goodness, I've got to work on me because I don't like the person that I've become. Right? I want them to be in love with themselves now and forever and know that they're comfortable in their own skin. I wasn't comfortable in my skin until probably my late 30s, early 40s, I guess. Right? I want them to be comfortable in their skin. I want you to be comfortable in your skin. Right? I want you to believe in yourself. I want you to achieve your goals and dreams. Doesn't matter how old you are. Doesn't matter how young you are. Right? It's making the decision to make the move, isn't it? Right? So you know, I bet you you know there's something there that you want, right? There's something that you really want to achieve and it's deep in your soul. Do it. Okay, do it. doesn't matter what it is, do it. Because the time is now. It's time to make that change. It's time to make that move. Do you put things off? Like, are you a procrastinator? Do you just keep putting it off and hoping that, oh, you know what, it's going to... I'll get to it, you know, or you want to avoid it. You just keep putting it off because you can't bear yourself to face it. I used to be like that. I used to put things off. I'd go, well, why do I need to do it today when I can do it tomorrow? I'll do it tomorrow, 
and then tomorrow will come. I'll do it tomorrow. And then the next day I'll come. I'll do it tomorrow. Is that you? Do you keep putting things off, hoping that they're going to go away? But you know what? They don't, do they? It just seems to get bigger and bigger. And then it snowballs. It's like it starts off as a tiny little molehill, right? Tiny little hill. And then all of a sudden, after a week, if you kept putting it off, putting it off, putting it off, it becomes this massive mountain like Mount Everest and you never think that you're going to be able to climb it. But what if, I'll pose the question to you today, what if, what if instead of avoiding what needed to be done or that challenge that, that you've come up against, what if you did it now? What if you took care of it now? How would that make you feel? Right, just think about it. How would it make you feel if you took it, took, took it, took the challenge on now and did the challenge now rather than putting it off? I know how to make you feel because what usually happens if we've put things off for a period of time and then, oh, you know, it's just got to be done and then you do it and you're like, oh, gee, that wasn't so bad after all. How much lighter do you feel? You feel incredibly light, don't you? Right. Wow, why, why did I waste so much energy and effort on that when I could have just done it and it would have been done and it was not as bad as what I thought? Because that's what I used to do. I used to do that all the time. I used to put it off, put it off, put it off. Why do I have to do it now? I'll do it tomorrow. Tomorrow never came. Right? And then all of a sudden, oh my God, I haven't done this thing and it's got to be done now and you know, I've got an hour left to do it. And then I get it done and it's like, oh wow, it's done. Why didn't I do that before? <laughs> I know I was like that right through school because I didn't like school at all and I'd leave everything till the last, the night before. You know, and I see that, I see that with my niece, Evie, she, she's like that at the moment, you know, because she doesn't like school. I don't, you know, and I can understand that. I was like that too. School's not her thing, you know. She's an intelligent young young woman, um, got an incredibly creative mind, but you know she doesn't fit into the school system. That was me. I didn't fit into the school system either. But she puts stuff off, right? And I'm like, I say to her, you know what? Just do it. Get it out of the way, because then it doesn't burden you, right? We don't want burdens. We don't need them. Because we're always going to be throwing challenges, right? There's always going to be something that'll come up. You know, life's a roller coaster. We have our ups and our downs and our in-betweens, right? That's just part of life. But if we can take it on, right, and go, you know what? Bring it on. Let's get it done. Let's work through it. Yeah, it's going to be a bit hard. Yeah, it's probably going to be painful. Yeah, but what's it going to be like when you come out of it? You're going to feel relieved. You're going to feel proud of yourself. Even something simple like going to the gym, right, doing working out or something like that. And I have days where I don't want to go. I still go and I'm like, yeah, great, Tiff, thanks for showing up. Thanks for doing it. Well done. You made the effort. It doesn't matter if I didn't perform at my best. I made the effort and I showed up, right? Don't put it off. So that's what I'm sharing with you today. Don't put it off. Don't procrastinate. Don't let this challenge just sit there in front of you and hope that you can avoid it and it'll go away. Go, you know what? Let's take it on. Let's do it. 
Let's get rid of it because I know that I'm going to feel relieved once I've done it. Think about how you're going to feel, right? Think about the emotional outcome that you're going to get from it. What is the emotional outcome that usually when you get things like that? Relief. Satisfaction. Proud of yourself that you, you actually worked through that. Right? Think about those things. How are you going to feel afterwards? Don't think about the pain. Because if you think about the pain right now of how you've got to, oh, you know, I've really got to work this. I hate this and I, oh, I can't stand it. It's really hard and it's painful. It might be emotionally draining. might require a lot of effort. You'll be thinking about that. Think about what the outcome's going to be. How you're going to feel so much better. How you're going to feel so much more relieved. It's going to be amazing, right? So what are you going to do today? Anything that is in your way today, you're going to take it head on. You're not going to put it off. You're going to get it done. And what are you going to be thinking about? How are you going to feel at the end of it? How are you going to feel at the end of it? What's it going to do for you? Because that's what you want. Okay, so no longer are we going to procrastinate, we're going to take it head on. Do you have things that go on in your life that are weighing you down? And you avoid them perhaps? You know, yesterday you heard an episode I shared about procrastination and how procrastination can hold you back. And really by not dealing with issues that come up, they end up becoming mountains, don't they? Like Mount Everest, like it's, it's almost like you can't climb that mountain. It's just so big when really and reality is that it's only a little molehill. Yet, you know what? Things will always come up where we'll be challenged but it's, it's all about how we deal with them. And let's have a look at a scenario. Let's say you've got this person in your team, Joanne. We'll call her Joanne. Joanne's dishonest. She walks over the top of you. She shows you no respect. You don't believe that she values you as a person. You're not appreciated by her in any shape or form. And she really gives you the impression that, you know, she's just going to bowl over you and do what she needs to do no matter what, right, even though that she's on your team. Now, when I say on your team, this could be in any team, right? So this could be in your sport, it could be in your work environment, it could be in your school environment. But Joanne just does not give a hoot about you, yet she will do everything that it takes to get ahead in anything that she does, yet she doesn't care who she hurts, who gets in her way, who um, stops, you know, she won't let anyone stop her getting in her way is really what I'm wanting to say here, okay? Now, Joanne, she keeps behaving this way, right, time and time again. And you don't say anything. You just let it go. You know, we always say let it go through to the keeper. You just let it go. You don't say anything. But on the inside, it is festering up inside you big time. And 
you know, you feel so angry every time you see her. But she just keeps going on about things normally as she does. But everything she does annoys the crap out of you. And it's all about how you think about how she's hurt you, how she's been disrespectful to you, how she doesn't value value you as a, a valuable team member, how she doesn't respect you, right? That there's all of this stuff that's festering on inside you. What should you do? What should you do? Should you avoid her and continue the way that you feel angry, frustrated, worse than annoyed, right? Really, really angry. And you can feel the anger, you know, deep in your soul building up. Or do you confront Joanne and, and, and deal with it? What's your answer to that? Should you deal with it or should you avoid it? And if you said, Tiff, come on, let's avoid it, you know, I don't want to have a confrontation with Joanne. I don't want to stand up to Joanne and have and, and talk to her. I don't like the way she operates. I don't like the way she behaves. Well, I'll tell you that this issue will keep going on and on and on. It'll keep rearing its ugly head and it's not going to go away. And instead of it being a molehill, it's going to be bigger than Everest, right? You will never climb that mountain. And the scary thing is, is if you're not aware already, it affects every other part of your life. So every other part of your life that you look at, those issues don't get solved either because you're like, oh, this is all too hard. This is all too hard. I can't deal with this. I can't deal with this other thing in my life. I can't deal with that. I can't deal with my relationships. I can't deal with um, my fitness. I can't deal with my health. I can't deal with other people. I, I can't get what I want to get. I can't achieve my goals. All because of this one issue, right? So this pans out into everything, right? Filters out into everything. But this is this would be my answer to you. Let's deal with Joanne. But like I said, it's not going to be um, it's not going to go away, is it? You've got to deal with Joanne. But the thing is, is it's how you deal with Joanne. And you probably feel like right now you'd like to punch her in the head. Right, punch your lights out. But the problem, if you if you do that, because that was always my frustration when I was younger, I wanted to just punch people in the head, you know, and be done with it because I was so angry about stuff. Right, but if that's how you deal with it, you're just going to create a bigger rift. You may get into trouble, right, for punching you in the head. But it's not actually going to solve the problem. It's just going to aggravate the problem and make it worse. And it's going to continue to build and create a lot of problems for you, which is what we don't want, right? This is all about resolving the issue, right? All about resolving the unresolved issues, okay? We've got to solve the problem. So how do we do that? And I've got five so five steps, yeah, five steps for you 
in what you need to do in dealing with this because remember, it's not going to go away, okay? So step one, this is what I want you to do. If you've got someone like Joanne who is annoying the you-know-what out of you and it is festering up inside you, let's deal with it, okay? Step one, write out what is the outcome you want to achieve with Joanne, and it's not about punching her in the head, okay? So what I want you to think about what do you want, what outcome do you want, and I don't want you to think about what she wants or anything like that. Don't go off on a tangent. What is it that you want solved with Joanne? What is the ideal outcome that you want to have with Joanne? Because remember, this is about you. And you really want, I really want to make you aware that you want to establish clear boundaries with Joanne, right? Because to her, there's no boundaries. You haven't set a standard. You haven't set, okay, this is the point that you'll get pushed and this is the point that you'll crack and say something. She needs to know what the lines are, right? The guidelines, the standards you expect. That's like with kids. If you let, if you give kids you know, leeway to do anything, they'll just keep going and keep pushing until they know where the boundary is. Most people have problems with their kids is because there's no clear boundary set. I've taught a lot of kids over the years, you know, for 20-something years I've taught kids, and the kids like to know where the boundaries are. They respond really well to that. So when I've taught kids, I've always given them boundaries, right? You can do this, you can't do that. If that happens, this is what's going to be the consequences of that action, right? All they need to know is no, right? So we, we that's what we want for Joanne. Joanne doesn't have any boundaries set with you. You need to be clear on setting those. Step two, write out what the issues are, right? So write out the things that are really getting up your nose, really making you so angry, really at that point that you want to feel like you want to punch your head in right? How does she make you feel, right? No respect. She says one thing and does another, right? Her actions, you know, actions speak louder than words. So she'll say one thing, but her actions show that she does other things, right? So write out what all the issues are. Then step three, itemize each issue and then write out a solution for that issue. So let's say no respect, right? You don't feel that you're getting any respect from her, so what is the solution with respect? How do we gain more how do we gain more respect? If you want respect from Joanne, how do you gain more respect from her, right? This you've really got to be thinking about what it is that you want. Why do you want respect from from her? What is that going to do for you? And how how are you going to gain that respect? Step four, set up a meeting with Joanne and have someone neutral in there. I always feel that it's good to have someone neutral. They don't have to say anything. You don't want them to say anything. You just want them to be present to witness the meeting, okay? And then step five, in the meeting, talk about these issues. Talk about how you're feeling. Share with her what the issues are, right, the main points. But don't attack her. Just say, look, these are the issues that I have with you. This is what I see. This is how you make me feel. Now, Joanne, how can we work together as a team, you and I, so we can solve them so they don't keep coming up and so that they don't come up again? What do we need to do? 
by you involving Joanne in the process with you, guess what that does? It teaches her about team, right? Teaches her how to be a team. Gets her actively involved. There's no conflict there because you're working as a team. You're setting the values. You're setting the standards. You're setting the boundaries. Okay, so that's that's a really good way in how you can solve those unresolved issues because we all come across them. It's how we deal with them. You know, too often we really don't acknowledge when we've achieved something and at times, you know, what we do is we look at things that have actually not happened rather than what has. And what I want to impress upon you today is we want to acknowledge even the small stuff. And I've spoken about the small wins that we've had in the past and I've said, you know, look at the small wins, give your high five, self a high five, for the small wins, because that's what it's all about, isn't it? Right? That's the small wins. Because it's always the little small stuff that accumulates that will give you the big wins. Now you can look at this in sport and you can look at it in other areas. And I'm going to share two two examples with you. One is in sport. So let's look at golf because I know golf so well. But if you were to play a shot, and let's say you're hitting an approach shot into the bunker. And into the bunker, an approach shot into the green, but in front of you is a bunker, and you've hit the most pure shot that you've ever hit in your life. The swing felt easy, you hit the ball in the center of the club face, the ball soared through the air, it looked absolutely magnificent. The feel of the swing was sensational and you've finished, you've completed your swing and you're just admiring, you know, the perfect shot that you've created. Exciting stuff, isn't it, right? It's so exciting. I love that feeling when I play golf. Magical. But it landed in the bunker. Now, do you look at oh, far out, it's gone in the bunker, you know, now I've got to play a bunker shot and I've got to do this and I've got to do that. Or do you go, wow, that was the best shot I've hit all day. It felt so good, it felt easy. And, oh, okay, it's gone in the bunker, all right, so I've chose the wrong club. It's, it's, it's as easy as that. Right? I know when I was learning to play golf and but I would hit the most beautiful shots that I you know, the best shot that I could do in that moment and I would watch it and it'd go in the bunker or it'd hit the green and roll off and go into the bunker or it landed too short of the green or you know, it went way left of the green because my alignment was poor. I always went, Oh god, that felt good. That was such a great shot. Okay. Poor club selection, okay, poor alignment, right? Acknowledge that you've had a win, right? A small win. It's only a small win, but it's a win, right? Acknowledge that that has happened and then you you know what? Okay, so I need to make sure I've got my alignment right. I need to ensure that I've chosen the right club, right? So we need to make sure that you give yourself a pat on the back because you actually achieved the, the best shot that you could play in that moment in time, but maybe the other decisions around it, like the choice of golf club or the, 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 you know, the line that you chose, your alignment was not, not quite right. Okay, that's okay. 
But give yourself a pat on the back. It's okay, right? It's okay. Even when you've come off a golf course and you haven't scored the way that you've wanted to score, if you've kept, or you've played soccer and your team hasn't scored the way the team wanted to, to score, you know, you may not have won, right? Or you've come off after a tennis match and you've lost your match. What I want you to do is I want you to look at what did you do well, right? You've got to start looking at things that you have done well because too often everybody looks at what they've done wrong. And we need to make sure that you look at what you've done well what, what, what's made you feel good, right? Reward yourself. Yeah, pat yourself on the back. Gee, I did this today. Gee, I played more consistent today. Didn't show up on the scoreboard, but I played more consistent. Oh, our soccer team, it's done so well today because we've actually, we passed so much better. We didn't fumble the ball as much. You know, our forwards, you know, performed much better, had more shots at the goal, even though we couldn't score a goal today right? So look at, look at those, those small wins because it's the small wins that are going to give you the big win, okay? So you, I, I want you to make sure that you reward yourself. So the, the other example I want to share with you is actually about my book, right? Because this is, this is a really good example because it's not ready yet, okay? So I've spoken about my book in the past and um, you know, I wrote it in I finished writing it in June before I went overseas to take a golf tour over to Spain and Portugal and then I went on a holiday with my husband and we travelled around the south of England which is absolutely fantastic during the heat wave like it was the best weather we had and just oh, England's so magical so it was it was so awesome and then I came back right and I came back I'd written the book in six weeks big goal right most people think about writing a book, but they don't actually write the book. I had this book ready to pop out of my head and it just flowed all out. I had the structure set up of how I wanted to do it. So I did it quite quickly. Fantastic, right? Big win, big win, big tick, big tick. Came back and then I had to go back through the book and see where I could refine the messaging and so on. And then this is where the journey began, right? I got a lot of advice on whether I should be going, you know, and, and approaching a, a, a traditional publisher or should I go down the self-publishing route, you know, and I've got lots of con pros and cons around that. I'd been told that I'd had to go back through the book and refine the messaging even more and, you know, I had to start looking for a writer and I had to start looking for a publisher. Who am I going to publish the book with? you know, speaking to other writers, their experience and so on. So the exciting thing today was that I actually met with a fabulous publisher today and all thanks to, um, you know, a lady called Mary who recommended this publisher. So thank you, Mary. But I've met with her today and we've actually, what's happened now is we've actually kick-started the process of going down the publishing path. Yay, right? That's actually a big goal. The big goal was writing the book and I didn't, you know, we don't realise all the other steps that are involved is, is, you know, getting the right publisher in place, getting the, the writer in place, getting the information and getting all the facts and understanding the pros and cons of what needs to be done right? Should you go this way? Should you go that way? 
Now, even though the book is, you know, we only have just begun, we've talked about the process. So we've got to go through the process of the book. We've got to work out what the title's going to be. I've got to work with an editor. I've got to work on the book design and all these other things that needs to be done. And in my head, you know, mid-year, I thought, right, the book's written, fantastic. I want to have it out by Christmas so I can start, you know, sharing the message of, of what the book is all about and helping you achieve your goals and your dreams in your sport and your career and your business and every, anything else that you want to do. And it's not ready, is it, right? So I'm like, oh, far out. But I've had to go through that process of learning everything, right? Who do I need to talk to? Who's written a book before? Who do I need to speak to about publishing? Do I get a writer or do I try and do it myself? Do I get an editor do I, or do I try and do it myself, right? So there's all these processes and questions and so on. And also, you know, I've, I've always talked about the big goals. Like, you know, this is a big goal, right, getting a book published. And, you know, a big goal like, you know, you achieving and becoming a professional athlete or you launch your business and you get your first client or – you know, you become a dancer on Broadway or you act on Broadway or something, right? It's a massive goal. But at times and majority of the time, what we find is that the big goals take longer than what we think that they take. So finishing, you know, the exciting thing for me was finishing the book before my deadline. It was so exciting to do that. Great, massive goal completed. But it's been a very slow process ever since and I didn't realise that. I thought, yeah, this will be good. We can get through this quite quickly. But the great and the exciting thing is is that we're on the move, right? So it still could be another three to four months before, you know, the the book is published but I'll let you know when that's that's coming out because I'm really excited about it. But now we've got a, a publisher and an editor in place and it's taken a process to get that to happen. And should I celebrate that? Should I reward myself for that? Absolutely. You bet I have to. Because it's taken four months to get into this place, finding the right people. Even though the, the goal of the book is not yet complete, there's a big big tick there, isn't there, right? Not only pat myself on the back, reward myself. And this is what I want to impress upon you is you've got to reward yourself when even though you haven't achieved the, the, the big goal, but you've achieved the smaller part, but it's a huge impact on what's going to happen to help you achieve your goal. And the exciting thing here for me is we've begun down the path, all right? We've begun with the, we're down, we're going down the path of publishing the book now. How exciting, right? It's all part of the big goal and it's a big major step forward. And I really, you know, what I have for the, for the getting the book published, I have a five phase plan for it, right? So there's five phases in, in getting the book published. And I've been sitting on phase one for oh, at least four months, Right, trying to refine everything, get things in place, sourcing out, you know, publisher, how do I go about it, editor, you know, who do I speak to, 
all that sort of stuff. So now we've shifted out of phase one and now we're into phase two and we're going down the path of the publishing process and everything that's involved in that. So what I want to say to you though is I want you to understand and acknowledge that, you know what, it's important to acknowledge those wins along the way, right? Phase one's done. We're into phase two. Yes, let's reward ourselves. What can we, what we, what can we do for ourselves to reward ourselves? I want you to be thinking about that. I've got planned for me some little treats. That's my reward. But I want you to be doing that. I want you to reward yourself. So when things, great things happen, right, even though it might be not the, the, the big goal that you want to achieve, it's been a major step forward in getting you closer to your goal. So make sure you reward yourself, okay? It's really, really important. I went for many, many years looking at what I didn't have, what I didn't achieve, and along the way I should have been rewarding myself. And that was because, you know, I never thought I was good enough and, you know, there's a whole big story around that, right? So acknowledge you. So when you have achieved something that's made a massive difference in you achieving your goal, acknowledge it, reward yourself, okay? So important. Hey there, this is Tiff. Welcome back. Hope you enjoyed this week's daily Tiff. Um making the move, right? The making the move now. You can't wait anymore, can you? You've just got to get on with it and take action and, and, and do what needs to be done because once you make that decision, everything opens up and it becomes much clearer for you. So you want to make sure that you're, you know, you're attacking whatever it is that you need to attack and get on with it and just don't stuff around, okay? Get on with it. Then about how procrastination's holding you back, really, from achieving what it is that you want. And a lot of people procrastinate. I was a massive procrastinator. I used to go, why would I want to do something today when I can do it tomorrow? But the biggest thing that I used to find was that tomorrow never came because I'd just keep putting things off, especially the big things that, that actually needed to be done. Whereas now it's like, right, let's get it out of the way because then I can move on and do what it, what it is that I want to do because I know that if I keep procrastinating over that specific event or, you know, even some of the, the little stuff that needs to be done, it, it ends up being much bigger than what it really needs to be. So we want to make sure that, you know, just get on with it, okay? Stop procrastinating, whatever it is, and, and just do it. We also looked at solving the unresolved issues, didn't we? And that really comes back to a lot about procrastination, doesn't it? Massively. So if you keep putting things off, what happens, right? They, they I talk about how they turn from little, tiny little molehills, not even that, like tiny little anthills perhaps, and they all of a sudden they end up in this, you know, this Mount Everest and it's bigger than Mount Everest and you'll never climb that mountain, right, because it's just too overwhelming. And then if you actually look around you, it's almost like you're stuck in this valley and you've got all these, you know, mountains around you and, and you can't even see the peaks because you're too, too deep into the valley, right? So you want to make sure that you are solving those issues okay and I gave you a five-step strategy on how to do that and that was 
writing out what the outcome that you wanted to achieve, write out what the issues are, um, itemize each issue and write out a solution, set up the meeting, especially if, with a particular person if you're having an issue with, or you know, set up a meeting with yourself and then work on how you can work through that and then talk about the issues and, and how you can constructively solve them so that these issues don't keep coming up again. Okay, So you want to make sure that you're not putting things off. Get on with it because these are the things that will hold you back from moving forward. Big, 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 big one was rewarding yourself. A lot of people don't actually acknowledge when they've achieved something. And I'm talking about even the little stuff, right? If you played your sport and you came off, let's say you played a round of golf and you came off and you didn't score that well, but you know what? You play, you felt like you hit the ball the best that you've ever hit the ball. You know, whether it's a little pat on the back or it's a little treat or you buy yourself, you know, something or you know, you do something to reward yourself, do it, right? Because too often that we, we spend that time not rewarding ourselves and not looking at our achievements, we keep looking at what we don't have. So it's, it's all about, you know, rewarding yourself, giving yourself the opportunity to enjoy those little wins because those little wins are going to build up and give you the big win um, or, you know, achieve the big goal that you want to achieve. So I hope you enjoyed this week's daily tips. Love it if you could share with me what like what you like best about what you heard today. Also, if you've got 10 or oh, 30 seconds to spare, love it if you could leave a five-star review on iTunes and share what you like best about what you hear from these episodes. Really, I would really appreciate that. If uh, you've got friends that you know that would benefit from these episodes, love it if you could share with your friends these episodes so we can build the reach of potential with TIFF community as big as we possibly can because we want people out there achieving their goals, don't we? Not only you, but everybody else around you, okay? And I want you to come and join me at the Reach of Potential with TIFF Facebook group. Love to help you achieve your goals. And right now, though, I want you to dream big, believe in you, go after your dreams, have an absolutely awesome day. Take care. Talk soon. Bye-bye. Athletes and entrepreneurs, or if you're just someone who just wants so much more out of your life, are you working so hard, you put the effort and the time in, but you're just not seeing any results? You think that you have to work even harder because that's the saying, the harder you work, the luckier you get. But you're working harder, but why isn't it working for you? It's not working because you have not set up the foundations you must have in place. You have not set up the systems you must have in place. You have not set up the habits you must have in place. Without the foundations, without the systems, and without the habits, you will continually struggle. You will continually get frustrated. You will continually get burnt out. You will doubt yourself and contemplate giving up. This is why I've set up the First Bounce Coaching Program. You will work with me and together we will create your plan to achieve your ultimate dream step by step. We will create the ultimate belief and confidence you need to achieve your ultimate dream. We will create the success systems and habits to achieve your ultimate dream. The systems and the habits you must have for the foundation of success. 
If you're an athlete, entrepreneur, or you are just done with how life is and you want so much more, go to tiffany-mika.com, scroll to the bottom of the site, click on the First Bounce Coaching Program. This is the foundational program to success. Fill out the application form. Then you'll receive a free strategy call from me to see if you are a good fit for the First Bounce Coaching Program. I look forward to working with you. Dream big, believe in you, go after your dreams.